Hello and welcome to season officially free of the Gin and Tea podcast, which I'm quite excited about. Anyway, I'm your host Sophie and I'm here with... Me, your abstract, adventurous and affiliated uh, sidekick... Craig! You've gone back to A. Yeah, yeah, I think for the season I'll start at A. Okay, because then every season you're going to start at A? I am, because I can't, sort of, in a couple more episodes I'll have forgotten where I am in the alphabet, and then we'll jump several letters, and we'll probably get to, I'm I'm anticipating that we'll get to letter T this time. Well, we're only going to do ten episodes yeah, a season. Yeah, I know, but I forget. You could do it backwards next season. Like, yes. start from Z. Yeah, I could do it, actually. Or you yeah. could go A-Z. B-Y. No, seems... that's far too complicated. I should have started with T, considering it is the gin and T podcast. But, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we are here. We are back with season three. Yes, much anticipated and readily available on yes. all streaming platforms. Yes, a little bit later than we were expecting. I think, I don't know where January or February have gone Tell of this year, of 2022. They've just gone vump. And we're now into March, and we're like, we really need to record. Well, we did make a plan. We have yeah. lots of tea. Yes, we've got. And we did our special, tea. which hope everyone enjoyed our rating of the mm. wonderful gin advent calendar. Mm-hmm. Didn't feel great the next day. <laughs> I felt alive. We didn't even drink that much tea. Not tea, gin. <laughs> <laughs> didn't drink tea. Just yeah. drank a lot of the gin. Um, we've got some exciting teas and gins to bring in this season. Yeah, we've got lots uh, of delights. Uh, as promised, we have been further afield and far away, so we're bringing you teas from across the globe. And gin. And gin. Yes, um, a big thank you to our Australian listeners, uh, yeah. the main one who, over Christmas, brought me some lovely, lovely tea and gin, of which we're going to try some today. We thought we'd start Absolutely. furthest corner back in down under in australia to try them but yes we're we're a big shout out to having those isn't it amazing that we've got people who listen to our rambling in australia you say that but i should make clear it's my cousin yeah point of interest (laughs) we know we've got all the names but yes so we appreciate it a lot and i like appreciate that you bought well bought all these lovely gins and teas and some of it was a belated wedding gift slash birthday slash christmas gift and I'm unfortunate enough to be in the uh, <laughs> adjoining fire of the gin that we're going to be trying. No, no, no spoilers. But I was also <laughs> going to say, Chris is, well, producer Chris is not going to try the gin or the tea. So you are instead. Absolutely. And I As honorary, wait. well, the real best man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Drinking. So um, exciting. Yeah, exciting. We've got lots to bring you. We're not sure if we should make our own gin again. Most definitely not. No, we are actually. We are going to make our own gin. And maybe we'll uh, make talk it about some of the other booze and stuff that we make. Um, yes, we've got other things to come. Got other things um, to come. I, well, the gin we made is still brewing downstairs, which mm-hmm. I haven't filtered. So I don't know if we should try again at the end of this season, because I've just no. kind of, it's just been sitting in the kitchen since sometime last year, just sitting there chilling. Keep that. And when you've got a body you want to get rid of, I I'll pour it all over pour it. it. All over it. I don't know. I kind of want to try to see how bad the cassia's got because I still yeah. haven't filtered all the botanicals out of it and it's no, just sat exactly. there for like nearly six months now, oh, maybe. it's going to be like actual medicine. If it tastes like Jaeger or like cough syrup, I'm all up for it. It was getting to that flavour, actually. Yeah, I it was don't quite like nice. Jaeger, but, I do. Uh, it takes me to sleep, though. This gin might be. 
Because I don't know if the alcohol will have like got yeah, a bit more with it as well. Probably not, because it's not getting anything to actually ferment against in there, has it? I don't think so. Uh, so instead of a Jaeger bomb, we could be serving gin and tea podcast gin bombs. Yeah, a gin bomb or a gin holic. Yeah, we'll have to work on that. Yeah, we'll have a think. Any suggestions now? Write in the comments the pictures. I'll try and get more pictures um, up as well because it's been, yeah, I think we've just both been busy and it's, it's just, just been, been crazy. Mad, it's yeah. been mad, but we're back. We want to share everything with everyone. I have to do my question for you, which I was going to forget. Oh, yeah. And Gosh, I don't really know what. You're going to have run out of options here. Surely. I am running out. Like last season, I was a struggling. Mm. Um, I don't know what to ask you this season. I don't know. I don't know. Should have thought about that. I should have thought about that. <laughs> and you kind of just went and jumped with A. It might come back to you. Well, we've just had pancake day. So I could be like, what would you want on your pancakes? I don't so particularly we... like pancakes. We went for pancakes and waffles, though. <coughs> Sorry. Craig's just having a little cough there. Uh, and now I can't eat them. So Oh, yeah, better. that's true. I forgot. Mm. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Drink-wise, I don't know what to ask you. Oh, well, I've got... I was quite excited. I got some apple tango cans. So would you have apple tango or orange tango? Neither. I don't like tango. Oh, You're not doing well. You're not, doing, not well. doing well. Well, we've run out of all the good options. If apple versus orange juice, I would choose apple juice. Good choice. Me too. Yeah. All right. We'll go with that. That wasn't very interesting. the cocktail I've been drinking at home, I don't think it's got a name. I don't even know if it's a proper cocktail. But what oh. I've been enjoying is pineapple juice, uh, mezcal, and soda water. You bought mezcal. Mm. You didn't tell me you bought mezcal. Yeah, I think we need to have a special tequila. I just want to drink mezcal because I had it with cocktails when I went with like a lovely wedding gift with Chris, and I want to drink yeah. more mezcal. I didn't know you bought some. Yeah, you get it in M and S. It's what I have in the fridge all the time. When you go shop at M and S. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we are. <laughs> we are not sponsored by M and S. I sometimes um, feel we were, but yeah. yeah. It's good. I mean, I do like tequila, but of course, tequila is a type of mezcal. Um, well, not me, all, well, not, not all tequila is me, uh, not all mezcal is tequila, but all tequila no, it, is a mezcal. It's separate, though, as a classification. It's not. It's a part of it. It's just a different uh, aloe. You I would learn the it. Blue aloe. Yeah, the blue algarve. Uh, to it's a blue algarve. Agave. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I learned it as different tequila. because I learned as tequila is a overarching and mezcal was a type. No, really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think on it's my... the other way around. I'll check my book, yeah. but that was on my wine and spirits education, so yeah, I would trust them. I can't believe they're wrong. Them. I can't believe they've been educating everybody so wrongly. Well, I will check. <laughs> yeah, I, I might be wrong, but I, I'm pretty sure it's um, tequila is a type of mezcal. I thought tequila is the overarching branch and mezcal is a type. We will find out. That's something for you to look forward to, folks. I'm going to look it up while Craig talks about tea. <laughs> anyway, on to today's tea, which we wow, should go. Yeah. So, yes, we are going down under for some Australian interesting beverages. We're going to land down under. Yes. And Craig can... We've actually had three different varieties of this tea, but we're only trying yeah. one, and we might bring the other two into later dates. Definitely. But introduce the tea. Well, before Maestro. I do, I think it's worth noting that um, we've picked the Australian stuff deliberately today because it's a heartfelt sorry and we will miss you, neighbours. This is the last, this is it, it's official, neighbours are, it's over. They've done 9,000 episodes. Wow. And they have had to cancel production entirely because they can no longer find funding because Channel 5 are no longer paying for it. So, yeah. 
But well, then don't they watch it in Australia? Is it just the British who watch I it? I've been know. funding it for I years. Know. I used to watch it when it was... I didn't even watch it. If it was on, it was on uh, on BBC Two, I think it used to be on. I remember it on Channel 4 before it moved to 5, and I oh, never watched God, it. I missed out so much when it Wonderful. was on the BBC. I never watched it. My mum watched it. My mum used to watch it when I was a baby, and um, the sound used to send my dog outside. No oh, way. Wow. When the little chime of the yeah. the bit at the beginning. There you go. Uh, one of the few, and maybe the only, soap operas to have two showings in a day. No, I didn't realise it had two showings. Yeah, I can't believe I have this knowledge of neighbours. Neighbor. Anyway. Anyway, tea. Tea. Tea brings you neighbours round. So we are having this wonderful T2. T um, T2 are a company who have who sell in Australia. Oh God, I'm sorry for the accent. Please don't do the Australia, accent. Australia, Singapore, and the UK. And in fact, there is a store in Glasgow. Well, that's exciting. Street. We'll have to go. We'll have yeah. to go and see. And um, they take their inspiration for their teas from. The natural fauna. No, no. <laughs> they don't. The natural flora. Flora, yeah, here we go. <laughs> They're not strangling kangaroos. Um, you can tell we've not done this podcast for a while. Um, oh, from Australia and, and kind of lean on Aboriginal ethnobotany to produce teas and tinctures. And today we are trying the Bondi or Bondi. Bondi, because it's like Bondi, Bondi Beach. Bondi Beach. Yes, there we go. Bondi, loose leaf herbal tisane. And this is um, a mixture, a luxurious tisane of native ingredients, including bloodlimes, quandong and lemon myrtle. Cool. Nice, nice mixture. I, all I can smell is like we've had to put it in my special teapot and I'm quite excited to try because you get so many flavours on the nose. It just smells like beauty products. It smells like kind of like yeah, lemony, limey beauty products. It's got a lovely colour though. It's got like a kind of peachy, buffy kind of colour. I suspect that might come from the blood limes. Yeah, there's quite a few blood limes in it. Um, You've tasted it, have you? Yeah. I'm going to let you smell and Does give... Does it taste like Pledge? Because it smells like Pledge. We're not sponsored by Pledge either. We don't have any sponsors. This is off our own back. We can tell everyone this. Um, it reminds me of some type of um, really sour chewits. We're not sponsored by Chewits, huh? <laughs> yeah, you can um... keep saying I'm so sad. We're not sponsored by anyone. It reminds me of really sour chewits. That's amazing. Okay, so I can taste... And it's fuzzy. And it's even fizzy. It's It's even got a fizz in my mouth. It's really, really sour with that lime and that lemon, and it tastes like sweet. Yeah, so you've got the blood lime, you've got the lemon myrtle. What is the lemon myrtle like? The sour lemon? No, the quandong is giving you a balance of sour. It gives you both sweet and sour, and it's um, the fruit of a, a hemiparasitic plant that's in the sandalwood family, uh, and it's endemic to um, uh, Australia. Used by their Aboriginal people, very rich in vitamin C and has antiseptic qualities. Ooh. Still tastes like fizzy sweets and it's got a fizz. I'm not getting the fizz, but I am getting the kind of medicinal purpose. I think if you had a sore throat, this would be lovely. Yeah, it's it's really... I didn't brew it that long and it's really quite strong. It's got like a lovely... It's peach coloured, pretty much as you said. Did you say it was peach coloured? Yeah. Yeah, and it's um interesting. A lot of it, I think, is from that... Bloodline. 
Yeah. Have we, we've not had Bloodline before. We've not had Bloodline before. Again, it's one of these um, things from the Australian continent. Um, I think this tea takes their ingredients from three points. New South, New South Wales, Queensland, and somewhere else. But I can't remember where. Uh, Greg's trying to look at where it's from. New South Wales, South Australia, and Queensland. So, three of the states. Three of the states. Um, so it's such a huge continent, and obviously Queensland's a much more sort of tropically, um, and it's much more added further away from there. But um, the the lime, the blood lime, Strong. actually, what we should describe is when we opened the tin, the bag was full of full leaves. Yes, so that's why I had to put it in the magic teapot. Magic teapot. Um, because I was going to put it in the manatees, and I was like, we can't get this in the manatees. The leaves are too big. big and then leaves, I remembered my bits of fruit. other big teapot, which has a big strainer to put all the stuff in, which yeah. I filled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's the dried blood limes, and they are blood-coloured. They're absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, they look, and the smell of them is just, like, <clears throat> immense. Craig's just getting them out to look. I will try and put them in the lovely picture we put up, but, yeah. It's just and great. that's the Quandong fruit. Um, Which one is it? The old oh, that I put that cover. in too. Yeah, might have a bit more. There's a bit more left. Do you and want you to top put up? The lovely myrtle. You want to top up? There's a bit more in the teapot. Yeah, I'd have more of that. I I, like I, that. I shouldn't really spoil how what I think, but I really like this. I know it's not proper Camellia sinensis. Well, but they do specifically call it a tissing, which would be correct. So it's a, like tea, but not tea. It's just a herbal brew, really. Well, it's lovely, and I'm interested to try their black tea that we've got as well, but we probably won't have time for tonight. Thank you. To try. This would be nice with tequila, isn't it, actually? I think it would, because that, that kind of nice citrusy edge would be great. I really like this, even though it tastes like fizzy sweets to me. What do you rate it, then? A five. Yeah, I would agree with you. It's great. It's just weird, and it doesn't taste like tea. It doesn't taste like herbal. It tastes like nothing I've had. It tastes, like I said, like sweets to yeah. me. It's extremely limey, extremely citrusy, extremely sweet and sour. And fizzy. I'm not getting the fizzy. I think you're having some kind of biological reaction to it. If I come out in hives, <laughs> but I can feel it. Like, we were talking, I think, when I was doing the gin advent calendar, where it goes. Basically, it coats the top of my mouth, and kind of the fizz goes rubbed around the top. It's not going on my tongue. I'm not getting sense on my tongue. It's around the top of my mouth, like the entire bridge. That's where it's hitting. It's really strange. I don't know about you. I think what's exciting about this is we're tasting things that we would never have tasted. You know, Australian teas are quite um, unusual. Yes. And to take, um, to put my ethnobotanist hat on, to take a a drink that that has been used for thousands of years by the native people of Australia... And actually to be sitting in your studio drinking it, it's quite um, remarkable that that's happened. Well, it is. I'm just so excited. I'm so grateful to have these and have them brought over to see. And um, Tarry. Mm. But yeah, in cold Scotland, in the studio study, to be yeah. trying them is great. Lovely. Really great. Yeah, it's just so different. But I do really like it, even though it's not normal yeah. tea i think on my next visit to glasgow then that's two tea shops i need to visit there's the a one tea shop. or at hillhead which i can't remember what it's called where i got the vanilla earl grey from and one other tea that we're going to be drinking as part of the podcast the... but not earl, earl grey like no it. no it's um the yerba mate tea mm. 
uh, and this one, which is on Buchanan Street. I've not so, been to Glasgow in ages. I like Glasgow. Maybe yeah. we should have a trip, a tea trip. Yeah, a tea trip, yeah. Tea and drinking trip to Jeez. Glasgow. Yeah, 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 yeah. And museums. Mm. All right, lovely. Yeah, big fan of this tea. You both, you both, we both rated it five out of five, or yeah, I would rate. We're that. going, and we're doing our five. Yeah, yeah, five out of five, five cups out of five. I yeah. would drink that happily any day of the week. And I think if you're feeling a bit miserable, a little fr- fr- uh, slice of fresh ginger in there would be nice. I want that ginger. It's got too much flavour in it already. You wouldn't have to. Yeah, I'm. I'm not saying you have to. You could just drink it as it is. But I'm thinking. Um, you know, you could build that up with some tequila. You could build it up with some ginger. I think it's a really nice tea. Great. Tea saying, I should say. Tea saying. So, does it have any caffeine? I think's the question. No, it's not got any actual tea in it. No, I didn't think so. So it's caffeine free. So that's good also for people who can't really have any caffeine. Yeah, 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 yeah. And still want to drink a nice. But it's like medicinal. It's as if like. With everything going on, if you had that kind of cold, it would kind of cut That's, through yeah. everything. Well, you know, it's rich in vitamin C. So, yeah, absolutely. It's ideal for if you're having a cold. But that doesn't mean to say you can't just drink it as a drink. No, drink it as it is. But I was thinking if, you know, with everything that's gone on in the last few years, this, if you've got... Yeah, if you're feeling a bit down. No, if you've got the COVID, you could drink it. <laughs> it's not going to cure COVID, but it might help. It might help, you know, hot <clears throat> beverage to drink. Wunderbar. Now we're going to move on to the bit that uh, Craig I am dreading. has been dreading. I still am dreading. I'm not even convinced I'm about to do this. He is. He is. He is, ladies and gentlemen. You will uh, wait and see, I think. So we're going to do something a little bit different now, because I was kind of like, Craig was kind of worried. We're recording this so I can put some videos up. Um, hi, producer Chris. You, you can't see him. And that's kind of weird because I haven't put any pictures of us up yet. But yeah, you might get a bit. I'm hoping he just goes in onto. There's lots of cat hair on here. But why? Why are why, you well, recording this? Well, yeah, one? we're going to ask why are we recording. So um, we're going to try something called green ant gin, which um, has actual ants in it. Which... Show those to the camera. Look at the ants. Look at the ants. Yeah. So it has ants in it, and Craig hates insects. Even though he's a gardener. Yeah. So the the gin includes ants. It's by Seven Seasons. It's one of the top rated Australian gins at 42% ABV. See them bobbing around. It says, oh, hang on. I'll read what the bottle says. Windy time, August to September. Uh, when it blows, we feast on the floodplain. Stingrays are plentiful and the bum gets fat on the green bush ant. Handpicked during big wind time by the Lacarca... I think it's Larachia people. Native green ants give this gin fresh lime and coriander flavours. We had a picked windy time of August, September. I've got I've got it on here as well. Citrusy pop, so it goes very well with the gin. And it's got the addition of booberella, bringing coastal floral notes with a hint of sweetness. Strawberry gum adds a touch of warm spice. Eucalyptus on the nose and lemon myrtle and pepper berry add depth to the base citrus profile. It's a beautiful bottle. Yeah, but you, you just don't want the ants. Yeah, it's not that I'm afraid of insects. I just don't want to eat them. Well, we've got a bit more about the ants. Do you want me to read about the ants, or do you want to try it? I want nothing to do with the ants. I want nothing to do with the ants. Call my lawyer. 
we've gone to, we've gone to one mic at the moment. Yeah, so that so that we can record. I'm trying to stay away from the bottle of ants. Ants. Um, ants. I know that ants are eaten as part of the foraging diet, and they're extremely nutritious and extremely zesty because of the um, phenolic acid that's in them. But. Ooh. You know, and in Scotland and all over the Nord- Nord- uh, Nordic countries, eating ants is very normal in foraging diets. And that's kind of what's been picked up here in the Aboriginal diet. However, I've just seen a leg bob to the top of the bottle. All right. If you, that one doesn't have any ants. If you no, can... no. That one's fine for ants. That one's got a leg bobbing around. Yeah, well, I'll try. I'll try that. If you got your glass, because I want to. I want to try an ant. I want to. You're not gonna eat an ant. Yeah, ant. They're all the. They're all at the bottom. God. Then if I get to the ants. Oh my god! You might need to get a straw and suck out an ant. Yeah, I don't think we've got ants. I think it'll be a while. There's one bobbing about there in the middle. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna come to the top. I don't know if he will. I think he might. See that one's that one's safe. Ugh, no, don't do that. There's no ants in it. I don't care. Here you go. No, There's just some, some gin in the glass. There was a leg. Right. There's no leg. Right, I'm gonna try and get an ant out into my glass. Oh, okay. I don't think I can get the ant out. Have you not got a straw or something too? No. All right. Well, I can't get the ant out to try an ant. <laughs> oh, I've got the heebie-jeebies. Hang on. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. I might be getting the ant. Ooh, ant. Okay, I've got an ant. Look at the ant. <laughs> she's delighted that she's got an ant. That's absolutely gross. And it's not a tiny little black ant either. They're... They've got green bum bums. Give you a bit of crunch. Look, he's got a green bum bum. Well, all I can say is Ooh. Sophie's actually lost the plot here. Green bum um, ant. But these ants are were eaten by the Aboriginal people because they're extremely rich in vitamins. And uh, they add a nice zesty flavour to this wonderful Australian gin. Okay. You want some more gin facts before we try? You, you, you want to prolong the process? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you do. Uh, so it said there was a... This this person a few years ago put there was 105 Australian gins on the market. And that was in four or five years ago? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was March 2017, five years ago. But this tells you about this lovely gin, about all the ants. Yeah. Aren't you excited for the ants? Not remotely. No, no, okay. Uh, not a new idea. No had ants before. Why green ants? Mm. Uh, can I phone my druid and ask if ants were one of the foods I wasn't allowed to eat? <laughs> no, no, you can't. I'm sure you can eat it. It's uh, Ants were common bush food. Larvae were eaten by Australian Aborigine people. The nests were boiled in water and filled to result in ant tea, as you said, was high in vitamin C. Tories picked them up and licked their butts. I wouldn't do that if it wasn't dead. Uh, why? The lemon flavour. Yeah. Okay. I think we just need to try. I think the more Polonic is prolonging. Oh, you're a gimlet. Yeah, I was thinking we love gimlets and martinis. Um, and the Negroni stuff. Uh, any bar. Yeah, it looks great. Got lots and lots of lovely ants and gin. I'm carefully inspecting this to make sure there's absolutely no okay. trace of Oh, other unusual native botanicals are in it. Finger lime, lemon myrtle, which we've had in the tea, small purple fruits of the creeping vine, buberella, which I still find it's weird. It's not buberella. There's no R. What is it then? Buberellia. No, there's no R. What is it then? Bubiala. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm making it buberella like... Buberella <laughs> sounds like something from the 70s. Yeah, I was going to say it's that 70s <laughs> film that I've never seen. <laughs> 
anyway, let's do you want them now? So on the nose, yeah, you're getting lemon myrtle. You're getting a lot of other flavours. I just think of um, I'm trying to think musty insects. It doesn't smell of musty. It smells very refreshing. It must be this bubarlia, whatever it is. <laughs> strawberry gum. Strawberry I don't gum, re- which is a kind of eucalyptus. I get that. I get a bit of the strawberryness, not so much eucalyptus. I don't get pepperberry. It's kind of citrusy. There's nothing. I'm not really sure how, why I'm going to eat this ant. Am I going to eat this ant? Yeah. I think I'm going to eat this yeah, ant. Yeah, you do it. Yeah, but you're not going to eat it. I'm, I'm certainly not going to eat it. I'm struggling to get this anywhere near my mouth. All right, come on. Let's take a little sip and then I'll eat the ant. Crank, 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 crank. When you watch the video, it's like really funny. Crank, crank. One. I'm just going to try a bit. Did you get the ant? No, I've tried oh. a bit without the ant. How does it taste? Mm, it's really nice. You get that citrusy, and then you get a load of like that strawberry edge to it. What about ant Oh, and I'm getting a bit of pepper at the end. It's got quite a lot of depth. I'm drinking it Sophie's style because I'm going to regret it anyway. Well, I have brought tonic up, actually, from that you left from the other time. No, I don't want you to top that up any further. You're going to finish it at least. You can't waste it. <laughs> That's just Craig, like, snort all chuckling. And Chris is looking despairingly at it. I actually don't think I can do Come it. Come on, you can just try a tiny bit. You, you can do it. Oh, right, okay, right. Right. You can right. do it. Look, I'll take another bit. Oh, but that's freaking me the shiz out. Okay. Okay. The ant's just going to go down when I drink it. <laughs> Don't say that. I'm not going to crunch the ant. You're going to crunch it. The whole thing is that you crunch and it pops in your mouth. I don't think that's what you're meant to do with it. I did before and after distillation. Citrusy pop. Why yeah, do why do I why pop. I don't want to chew on the ant? You want to bust the ass because that's full of all the citrusy flavour. Oh, I could have just the tea's still like really strong with the citrusy buzzy flavour. You want me to eat this ant? Poor little ant. You're gonna try the gin. I don't think I can. Come on, Craig, don't, don't be a chicken. I, I don't think I can. Well, it's because it's touched ant butts. It's not touched just touch they've put live ants into this gin. No, they're not live. Oh, so they've murdered the ants and they put them into the gin. Well, it doesn't say they're alive when they're added. They were alive. You wouldn't kill a bunch of ants and then pour them into a bottle of gin, would you? They might have got drunk. I can't do it. <laughs> My body isn't allowing me to do it. Craig's chickening out. <sighs> Come on. Oh, the, the cat's, cat's appeared. <laughs> we left. It's, I just How did the cat get in? Terrible thought. Okay, my cat has appeared. Hello, cat. Hello, Kuskins. Do you want some horrible gin? She doesn't want gin. The, yes, the hello. The question I have is, have they added the ants to be gimmicky, or have they added the ants because they add flavour? And if so, I don't want to taste that flavour. I'm closing the door for better sound, but right. yes, the cat is... Yeah. Everyone's here. The cat is here. Chris is here. You need to try this gin. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I don't want to do you, it. You don't want to do it. I'm not sure. Sure. Craig, Craig's, well, I was going to show the camera, everyone the cat, but the cat's ran off. And we're just waiting for Craig to try gin. Oh, I just have the image of all these crawling ants and maggots. <laughs> ah, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. Yeah, you can do it. Come on. Yeah, come on. yeah, yeah, you can do it, Craig. It's nice gin. 
What if I stick my finger in and just taste it like that? Just, just take a bit. There's no ants in that bit. But how do you know? Well, you can see. But if I left you in a jar of alcohol, your innards would seep into the gin. Well, maybe. Maybe. Well, then. The cat has left the room. The cat has left the room. Come on, Craig, don't be a chicken. <laughs> right, focus, focus, come on, come on. I have to tilt it. I'm sure I've eaten worse. Yeah, you have. I've probably eaten ants. This is ridiculous. Right, forget that it's ants, Craig. It's just a nice citrusy gin. From Australia. Do you want me to eat the ant? That's why I never want to go to Australia. Because there's ants. Do things like this. <laughs> We're not having much success, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Craig's just making the cup really misty as he breathes into it. <laughs> Most of this episode is just Craig thinking about drinking the gin. Oh, it's delicious! Oh. Did you actually drink a bit? Yeah, I did. Actually, it's got quite a nice flavour to and it. And it's a nice gin! But I'm getting musty ant. You can't get musty I ant. it's musty ant. I'm not drinking another drop of that. Mm -hmm. oh. It doesn't taste of ant. <coughs> no, I can't. Do you want me to eat I this can't. ant? Oh, yes, eat the ant. Okay. I don't know if I should chew the ant. I feel a bit sorry for the ant. If you gave me that bottle and it didn't have ants floating around in it, I think I would like the gin. It's a nice gin. Over a bit of ice, I don't think I'd even need tonic with it. Maybe a little touch of soda water and it would be lovely. But the fact that it's got ants bobbing around in it, the fact that it's got ants bobbing around in it, just freaks me out. And I'm convinced Look, I can taste the ant. No, you can't taste the ant. Right. I want me to eat the ant. I don't know if the ant's going to come in. Oh, no, it is. I think you should chew it. I don't want to chew it. You need to bust the ass open. I don't think you do. You do. That's the whole point. That's when you're eating them. You lick their bums and you bite their bums. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't believe you just willfully did that. Hmm. It doesn't make much difference. <laughs> oh, good. Hmm. Okay. Well, it hasn't added much to it. I crunched the ant, but Craig looks in despair at me. If you're watching the video, I can't believe you did that. Did what? Just crunch the ant, but and just so casually. The ant doesn't add much to it. it tastes more strawberry without the ant. How do you rate this gin? I think it's a really nice gin. Yeah. Yeah. A bit weird with the ants. But actually, as a, as a gin by itself, it's really quite different with those kind of like... Cause you get the hints, like I said, the lemon myrtle, the citrusy edge, and then some strawberry gum, because you get it's really strong with the eucalypt, and then you get a slight hint of spice on the end of it. Um, it's kind of like right at the back of my palate, right at the back of my mouth, kind of reaching over. Kind of hard to eat the ant, because I was drinking it, and then the ant nearly went down without crunching it. So that's kind of moved the ant to crunch it. Not really what you want to hear. Oh, well, I definitely will not survive during the end of the world when we have to eat insects. Ants. Okay. I'll just have to die. I hope not. 
<laughs> if the option now is eat insects or die, I know what I'm doing. Not eating the insects? I'm not eating the insects. No, I can't believe you've done that. You can't believe I've just eaten an ant? No, I think you're going to be haunted in your dreams tonight with images of ants. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's not very different unless I was a vegetarian or a vegan not eating meat. Yeah, but it's gross. So people, people of the United Kingdom and Australia, stop eating ants. You don't want to do that. Ants are great! <laughs> Right, how, not, so how do you rate this then? How do I rate I'll this gin? Um, I would rate the gin... Yeah, I'd give it a five. It's something different, something nice to enjoy. Um, I quite enjoyed it, thought it was a bit special. It's got a lot of flavour coming through on it. Uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to think what and why. But no, I enjoyed it. I I think it looks like a nice gin. It's a nice clear gin, which mm -hmm. is the kind of gin that I like. Doesn't feel alcoholic, really. Um, but because of my aversion to eating insects, I couldn't enjoy it. So I can't rate it. It wouldn't be fair for me to rate it because I'd be rating it based entirely on the fact that it's got ants bobbing about in it rather than on the quality of the gin. It's, it's really good quality gin. Yeah. It's really well balanced and you get a lot of flavour base coming through and it's very different. You can kind of drink it without the ants though and just ignore it. You might be able to. I think the bottle says quality. It's it's a uh, nice the bottle. The marketing of it and everything's quality. Because of the green label, it's got kind of like lines through and it's got this nice picture of ants around it, which you'll see on the picture. And it says like, put it with, oh, G&T garnish, muck root, lime leaf or lime finger. Yeah. Well, we've had finger lime in gins before. I think one of the crafty gins was a finger lime gin. Oh, it was. It was very good, actually. I did very like that. Very limey. did like them. limey. Look at them. Look at the little anties. They're all there. I mean, hello, Craig. Hello. And the ants. Great. Yeah. Oh, we, don't, we don't have a game to finish up, I realise. No, uh, Chris, think... do you want to ask us some questions? No, no he I doesn't. Think that, I think that um, trauma is more than enough. And on that bombshell... <laughs> oh yeah, I can't, I can't copyright that. No, because <clears throat> I have been um, playing a DD character. On that, it's mine. Peer pressured into being eating an ant juice. That no, it's it's on that uh, crunchy note. <laughs> anti note. Yes, I'm anti ant chin. Oh, on that, I don't know, anti note. Mm -hmm revolting note no I'd, I'd say um interesting note exciting note well, foreign <laughs> note on that note from down under yeah well we'll end the first episode um yeah i don't know what else we, we could say any last words craig uh only that well we don't actually know how much that bottle is there it says it's a hundred you Australian dollars, but I don't know what that translates to. It was two to one. I didn't ask how much my present was. Oh, yes. <laughs> so. Uh, yes, final words. I cannot wait to see what other traumas I have to experience during this podcast. I don't think they'll be as bad as this one because we don't have any other insect gin. We don't. We don't. No, and the other Australian gin we've got without... Actually, I've got two. And they, they will be better insect free yeah this we thought this one would try with the video 
Yeah. Great. That's great. <laughs> yes. But anyway, thank you all for listening and for watching if you watch our lovely video too. And we'll catch you all for episode two of season three. Exciting. We got to season three. Did you expect this? Not remotely. Oh, well. Yeah. On that disappointment. <laughs> I will take that one. We'll end. As always, drink responsibly. Take a sip and enjoy some gin and some tea. I'll catch you soon. Goodbye from me. And a goodbye from me. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>